1: that's what i'm talking about right there yeah oh 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 i'm feeling like milan right now in his in his place in his shoe room yes right his his accessorizing room right a little bit (laughs) hey everybody welcome back to another amazing after buzz tv after show for your favorite show hemlock grove what what
2: what?
1: Mm. and we're on season three episode eight a dire night on the worm moon or is it wormwood i thought it was worm 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 moon wow i was way off and we're in the final three final three including this episode Yes. yes I am your host, Sean Overman, and you can find me at Sean Austin O on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm joined here by my awesome and lovely co-hosts, as usual, every week.
3: Hello, everyone. I'm Marissa Serafini. You can follow me on Twitter at SerafiniTV. And I'm Mary Lou Mandel. You can find me on all social media at Mary Lou Mandel.
1: Yes, and be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, SoundClouds, iTunes, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, everything at AfterBuzz TV, and be sure to rate and comment us. So let's go ahead and start talking about the show. Marissa, did Before you have else we to actually add? start,
3: warm moon is actually the phase of the moon.
1: It is. It's a na- yeah, it's is a it the sliver? name.
3: Of the fa- it's actually it's the name given by the Algonquin, Algonquin tribes, but it's pretty much when the ground begins to soften. Oh. in the war, in you know, in Earth, and, like, worms begin to reappear. That's when the robins, oh. re, like, return and whatnot, so the worms. So pretty much that happens in March of every year. So we now mm-hmm. know it's, like, springtime.
1: Is it? Springtime.
3: It's springtime
1: there. Okay, so that, yeah. I kind of can see that now, because, you know, at the end of the episode, or even at the beginning, too, like, both of them are, like, digging into the Earth, and we get to see yeah. like that it's pretty soft right it, it looks like the the ground's pretty easy to to toil Right? Yes.
3: So that makes sense. Yes. If it is the worm, it does.
1: I mean. It does totally make sense. Thank you for and anything, Marissa, that you have that you know, like a little tidbit of information that you've researched. Sure. Go ahead and point it out. Please. Listen, Why Marissa's
2: not? like the best at that. Yes. I love it, and Marissa. she's such a busy, busy woman. When do you find time? <laughs> I don't know. I don't sleep, you guys. Right. I really you don't. You're like, oh, what is a worm moon? <laughs> like it's great. Like that's awesome. It adds a lot I for want me to yeah.
3: learn. I find I was like, what's worm moon? Girl, so respect. There you go. No.
1: Now we know. Now we know. And now all of our fans at home know, too.
3: The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish
1: we had that we know, do, on the soundboard. Actually. We do. On but some of the soundboards or all of them.
4: Boom. Oh, lovely. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you,
1: Alexis, <laughs> our producer in the booth. Um, so, Olivia, she f- brings Knox back. I can believe it. She, mm. This happened so quickly. I, d- I thought there was going to... I predicted last episode there was going to be, like, a big gap for this to happen, but... She
3: just has them already.
2: Yeah.
1: She just, like, talked to them. There's the ellipse, and she, like, already has them in the White Tower.
3: I liked that, though. I'm I'm glad they made it a little bit faster. I mean, for our audience, that was super quick. Yeah. But that was, like, the next day. But I like where it went. Yes. That that was fun to watch.
1: Everything was amazing about just the whole beginning of the episode. Well, of course, we, we had... Um, that that was a little bit later on, but yeah. So l- let's talk about it right away. I just want to jump into because it was the <laughs> juiciest part of the whole episode. Everything that had to do with Price, Olivia, and Knox was just so freaking hilarious. That's so amazing. So they get Knox in there, and uh, she just she doesn't even know what she's talking about. She's not a well-read person at all, right, Olivia? And she's just like, oh yeah, when, when Hillary something or other. He must have been on that Sherpa's back the whole time. And he's like, "Uh, I don't think he really rode on his back.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you do know who she's referencing, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, the the guy who climbed Everest, right? The two
3: guys who climbed Mount Everest, they were the first ones to do it.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, they end up getting in there, and right away, Price already knows Knox, and he's like... Oh my gosh, you're here! It's like yeah. practically wetting his pants over the guy, right? Yeah. Fan totally boy <laughs> yeah. But they liked each other, which is great. They were like fans of each other's work, and they never knew, they never met each other before. So it was so funny, and he didn't know that Olivia had this in mind. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. He's
2: like, sweet, you brought me a guy to work with. Awesome. Wait, no, you, you want to, like, use his body?
1: Yeah. you want um, Dang yeah. it. Yeah, you want to kill him. Yeah, you want oh, so you pretty much want to wipe out his whole mind, who's, like, an asset to not only the human race, but to the Upir race as well. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. would you want to do this, Olivia? And because she's just the most selfish, narcissistic, self-centered person ever, who doesn't give a damn about other humans. She only cares about what's happening in her world and the adjoining Godfrey residences, right? True, and we also know she still
3: has sorted information on Price's background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she was going to release that to the press. Yep. So, she still has that on him. What what it is? We still don't.
1: Yeah, we still don't know exactly, but I'm sure it's it's pretty much just like everything about all the experiments he's been doing, right? Because he's,
3: he's all the bodies. Because she made the line like all the bodies that he's counted up, all the dead bodies yeah. equates to the amount that she has mm-hmm. after all these centuries of still living. So, did she? How many bodies does he have?
1: Didn't she say he surpassed her body count? Yeah, like the two yeah. of them together. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So pretty. There's
3: a lot of dead bodies.
1: A lot of dead bodies because of Price's experiments, mm-hmm. right? Well, well, I'm sure he didn't experiment on children, so that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. But uh, then she reveals that she actually wants to take this guy and use his body's husk to implant her consciousness. And Price is like, "What the?" And it's so funny because he's going, he's over there. It's a total cat and mouse game right now. They're like scheming right behind him, and he is none the wiser. For such a brilliant guy, you think he would be, you know, like a little bit tuned into like the energy in the room, but I guess not.
3: No, he was too fanboying right <laughs> right then and there. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he's checking out the specimen. Price totally injects him because he, he would rather do this than lose his, lose everything pretty much. All his experiments. Price yeah. loves his work. <laughs> right? And um, they do the transfer, Mm -hmm. um, and it's actually successful, which is so, and the first words that come (laughs) out of her mouth, like the first few lines that come out of her mouth now as Knox, hilarious. Am I right? Amazing. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And then she just starts grabbing her junk, like, she's just, like, all about it. She's like, this is the best. (laughs) It was so
3: funny, but (laughs) honestly, if you were a woman, then put in that. Like and I situation feel like- and vice versa <clears throat> that yeah. would totally happen that's yeah.
1: what i loved about this the whole storyline for this episode like the here we have like what would it actually be like for you ladies to be now your consciousness is in a man's body like mm-hmm. how would you feel uh-huh. the first thing she says is like oh my god i'm i'm a hunk <laughs> and i liked how they transferred like from being Knox. To being her. Like the actor. I didn't even get his name. But the actor did he's a... Su- fabulous. Yeah, movie. fabulous. <laughs> fabulous. He did a superb job. Right. He just... He was very... Just the way he was acting. He was very like CEO. Almost like Bill Gates style. Right? And then when he gets... He, when he gets transformed into her. Then he's just very flamboyant. And like colorful. Just the way Olivia is. With like her false like bourgeois, right? Yeah, I
2: I initially thought, like, oh, they did a good job putting Famca in that guy's face mask.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Which I knew, of course, was not true, but the guy was so good. I think he did a great job, because I think he had all the mannerisms and the physical uh, movements of her down to a T. And where that actor had a benefit is he's
2: got three seasons of information, probably at that point, like, he had the two seasons of information to watch so he Mm. could really dig in and get all of these juicy little bits.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was just fantastic. And then there's, like, the struggle, the banter, Mm -hmm. like, everything going on. And the body, Olivia's body was still there. And they're like, okay, let's... Price is like, okay, I suggest we get rid of it. (laughs) What's up? Let's get rid of the body so she doesn't find out what's really going on. Because behind the scenes, Price is really scheming, right? We'll talk about him more later. But um, with Olivia... And she wakes herself up, right? Which is so creepy.
3: Am I right? To it's...
1: see yourself talking to yourself. Yeah. I just... mean,
3: we got a little tidbit of Camilla. Yes. In, in season two, when we were having that exchange.
1: Camilla, Camilla. Have... You mean pri- pri- Priscilla? <laughs> Priscilla, Priscilla. That's it. Oh. These yes. names. <laughs> I'm yes. thinking maybe Camilla, Priscilla, and Shelley. Right?
3: Um, yes. Those two. Yeah. So we had a little bit of that, but now we had it. had it with Olivia.
1: Yeah. So there was no consciousness before in the previous mind because he wiped it out completely. I don't know if he was. Do- he must have not been doing that with these new experiments now because there's always like that dynamic within the brain, and somehow the other personality always mm-hmm. ends up taking over whichever one was in there first.
3: I right. felt like one was Olivia, and then the other was the inner desire.
1: The inner desire. Mm-hmm. The, the ID. Oh, okay. Ooh. Maybe. Yeah, it could have been the id. Yeah. Mm. Um, but anyway, so there's that. She wants to F herself, to send herself <laughs> off. This is too funny. And Amazing. when she. And I loved the, the lines preceding that because Price is like. Are you freaking serious? <laughs> your, your narcissism knows no bounds, Olivia. Yeah. And she really wants to go through with it. And then he's right? like,
2: then quite literally, go F yourself.
1: Yeah, it's quite literally, <laughs> Olivia, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Which is so great. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, but uh, when she starts, like, like stroking herself, wakes herself up, and then they and almost immediately they start taking off each other's clothes. Yeah. And, yeah. It's disturbing. Oh, my gosh. That's... Wow! Right, very X Men Three, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
3: Grey with Wolverine. That's right. That's it was right. Like very similar.
1: And her hair is about the same length, actually.
3: Pretty much. It was yeah. like, okay, I've seen this before. <laughs>
1: yep. And he's a hairy dude. He's got some a lot of beard. True. Right. True. Um, but we uh, we have uh, Knox Olivia kissing Olivia, and he realizes that. Whoa, she's all kinds of stuff all over her face now. Right. It just it appeared to us. right? Yep. He was blind to it before. Um, maybe it just popped up maybe it's always been there and we've just never seen it because it's like we're blinded. We're, we're seeing it from per, her perspective a lot of the time. That's what I want to say. Or we there
3: want- was that much makeup that the little bit of making out uncovered all that. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be that too. Maybe. So, um, Chango...
3: Or, sorry, or oh, maybe when she gets emotional, like blood it flares stopped. up. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, I it could be that too. Yeah. Um And I realized, because Knox. Olivia put his hand over his face and I feel like, whoa, what if the saliva could be carrying the virus whoa. and it infected the body mm-hmm. already? It's like too late, you know? It's just like it's just like any kind of viral fluid transfer, right? Crazy stuff. But... That's how it happens. Yeah. It, it could have happened. You have to use protection kids. Yes. You have to use a whole body condom. <laughs> Especially with vampire and bubble. oopier infectious diseases. Yeah. You can't risk it. do yeah. Not worth it, bro. Why? Why would, why would he do that? <laughs> right? In so, love
3: with himself. Totally, Herself.
1: Totally in love More with so. him. So weird. Anyway, so now there's two of them and... Price even says, like, Olivia, meet Olivia, right? At one point, because to- they totally start to be uh, bitches to each other. Am I right?
3: It was amazing. Yeah. It's like, wow, you really are just arguing with yourself.
1: Do so- you realize how yeah. ridiculous you are? Yeah. And she decides, and goes there now, um, decides to go through the whole, like, battery of questions, like, to make sure that everything's okay with the brain and the consciousness, right? And he gets high marks, Right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then later on, we have Olivia. About she's the only way she really comes to acceptance is that she sees the video of the cannibalistic rat that Ooh. Price had, and that's what's going to happen to her. So she can't like she can't live. It, probably a few, he said, few hours, few days from then. Yeah, she was going to eat herself.
2: That's crazy that it's so far along, but she doesn't look like the other monster. Uppers, like the yeah. other infected appears at this point. So when he said that, it was like, oh, you could be doing that in the next few hours or days. I was like, well, uh, I don't know. I don't quite believe that because yeah. that that rat was like all like weird. Oh, yeah. that was like, nasty. Yeah. You know, even even though she's covering with makeup, her her skin is still like she doesn't have boils.
1: Yeah, she doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> and I was actually going to say when they get her into the bed and they're about to do the morphine drip overdose to kill her. Uh, to give her euthanasia, she actually looked so angelic right there. <laughs> I loved. It. I was like, "Thamka, you look amazing as <laughs> Olivia." Right in that scene, it's right. It was just shocking well, when to me. It's she? like she, yeah, I know. But just like you, with all the disease ravaging Olivia, it's like you would think there'd be a little bit more of that present. But it was like, well, she's accepting it now, which uh-huh. is great. And that's one of the things I want to talk about too in this episode. Is there was a lot of acceptance from all the major storylines. Like, we, we, of course I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I just want to mention how we get acceptance from Peter about finally finding, uh, the body. Right, mm-hmm. we get Olivia accepting that she's gonna die, and she's just gonna give it up to her new person, right, to the Knox Olivia. Mm-hmm. And then we have the acceptance with Shelly too, like, "Hey, I'm gonna go leave, and I'm gonna go take off with Aitor." Right? It's like everybody's accepting things. Any thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eh, not so much.
3: I think th- it's more so they're re- it's it comes out of reluctance.
1: Yes, it is out of reluctance. It's reluctance. Acceptance Yes Total reluctance Then the acceptance But then there's an interruption With everything Everybody Everybody totally gets interrupted At their best moment Maybe not Peter Peter He he kind of We'll get to that He pretty much accepted it Um, But Olivia Knox Goes down the the same sputtering way that we've seen all the other hosts. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Every time we see a body, you know, freak out more. So the Greek guy. Every time we see his test and whatnot, and when he starts flipping out, he always says the word MacNam. Yeah. And Olivia slash Knox Knox also said the word MacNam. Why? What's that word? Oh. I don't know. As, is it McNamara? But it's. That exact word Macnam. That's mm. the first word that they say before they start freaking out.
1: Wow, I didn't catch that. But that that is very I wonder
3: if that has significance. Yeah,
1: I wonder too. Maybe there's some kind of coding thing between Mac-nam. like Macnam, Macnam. The brain the brain the brain stem, I don't know. Right. And the, oh, like maybe. the the neural imprinting. But I thought it was funny because Price knew about it the whole time. And so let's let's talk about his reluctance, right? So he's reluctant to obviously input this great guy into uh or or olivia's consciousness into his body he does a transfer and then when after he's done the transfer he's already scheming behind her like he probably knew beforehand that he couldn't do this he's Mm -hmm. been trying to perfect this the whole season and it hasn't worked right he's been trying to put himself in the greek dude and
3: well be the audience know it hasn't worked yet so yeah
1: and even when he put himself in the greek guy it it, the second time, it, he just came back on his own, and the consciousness is still there floating around. Mm-hmm. So whenever you put yourself in someone else's consciousness due to Price's machine, your consciousness is still going to float around in there somehow.
2: Yeah. Like, it, the drive isn't formatted. It's just
3: adding more files yeah. in there.
1: I guess it's kind of like... Temporary like, files are left over. Yeah, yeah. temporary <laughs> files. Or like a virus. It's like a computer virus. Once you get something mm-hmm. in there, you know it's going to be hard to wipe it out. Perhaps. Right? Yeah. So, um, I, I love the scene, though, where he's, it's such a short scene, but he's at his computer and he's talking into his recorder, as usual, right, about uh, the the whole transfer and everything. He's like, the neurodegradation could lead to, like, something. And then he's, he's pretty much leading into that she's going to die, perhaps. Yeah. And he goes, he turns it off. This time he doesn't say full stop. He turns it off, which would be immensely pleasurable and very you know a great cause for celebration cross for celebration. <laughs> a great line amazing I, I loved it i loved it um but ultimately uh when she realizes like the jig is up you know chongo is there too and he's like kill 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 he's really taking over now and she's about to kill price thank goodness he gets saved i love price <laughs> we love you joel love you
3: we love him so much i'm glad she didn't kill him yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. so
1: he concedes to her and he's like okay you know what i'm gonna help you still uh and without me you're just gonna eat yourself Mm -hmm. right so he concedes and he says he's gonna take care of it uh what should we do with the waste and she feeds on him doesn't show it right does it show i don't think it shows in the episode but i thought it was kind of funny how joel did you
3: watch a head
1: No, no, I didn't. Okay. No, 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 I didn't watch ahead. mm. But I'm all watching next week tonight Uh because we're gonna have our finale tomorrow. Yes, yes. Double Uh, trouble. Because this is a cause for celebration for the end of Hemlock Grove tomorrow. We're giving you like a little. We're telling you right now, so you know tomorrow at 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific time, we're gonna be talking about the last two episodes of this awesome three-season of Hemlock Grove this third season of Hemlock Grove it's going to be great um, anyway so he says you know I'm, I'm the only one who could save you and he reveals something very important maybe like it has to be really close to your DNA or your nucleotides whatever and she's like well like a family member which is uh, a stunning conclusion yeah. for Olivia to draw Right,
3: and she had no qualms about it. She's like, "Oh, okay, great." Yeah, oh she's like, later, Annie, what?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, she really doesn't care about her siblings. She, I've heard, her, her, her children. I go with my
3: predictions. If yes. Olivia killed Annie, yeah, yeah, because Annie right now is the closest to physical and genetic form of Olivia. She's uh-huh. a female.
1: She looks a lot like
3: her. She's Tall and beautiful and oh, yeah. brunette. Done. Right. Yep. Yeah, because then Olivia can continue
2: living her life the way that she has.
1: And you know, hey,
3: she's even younger.
1: Yep. So we have more centuries to live. She's got to be at least thirty years younger, thirty forty years younger, right? Mm-hmm. No, no less than that. No, because she had uh she had her when she was a teenager. Teenager. Yeah. yeah. So she's only like a decade or so younger. uh More than a decade. But still. But, yeah, but still, that's like craziness. I think you're gonna be right on that early prediction, but anyway, um, so Price actually goes off to find Shelley. Everybody finds her so easily at the Rooster Poot, <laughs> and he uh, he asks her about who she's seeing. Right? He's heard about. Well, no, he says at first, don't have. Don't, if your mother ever calls you, be careful. Just call me right away. And I love how she just refers to him as. Uncle Johan, it's so touching and like just the way they talk to each other. Family. What'd you, yeah, what'd you guys think about that?
2: Oh, I love that interaction, especially like when she's like, you know, I've got a secret, you know, and he's like, well, I've got a secret too. I've been seeing somebody, and she like straight up is like, oh, who is he? And you can see that like both of them being so happy to be accepted by someone else, yeah. which, you know, yeah. both of them kind of don't have too much of.
3: I I think it would maybe, I don't want to say it it as a goodbye but it felt like a full circle with the relationship that it end, it might have ended on a good note and it came back to the topic of butterfly I mean, we know Shelley's whole metaphor for the whole show has been a butterfly and mm-hmm. in the monarch stage I mean we'll get to Ator but in the monarch stage that's the last phase yeah. so it does just storytelling wise and character art wise it's coming full circle with those two yeah. So it would be sad if it, that was the last interview. Yeah, it, scene. it didn't
2: feel like that to me.
3: It like, felt like a goodbye.
1: Maybe not though. Maybe maybe they'll still see each other in the next two episodes. Maybe. We'll we'll see. Maybe she'll end up at the White Tower somehow, <laughs> fighting for her life. Maybe killing, oh, her. killing know. her mother. Killing her mother. i see exactly. Um, but then, um, yeah, I, I really about that scene too. The exchange. I just loved how she did it without hesitation too. Like, oh, who is he? right? And it was just like, the acceptance just like, he was he was reluctant at first to share, right? But the acceptance just like, washed over him so beautifully, and I, I love that. It was such a cherishable moment. Um, I also wanted to point out before Pri- uh, before we move on from Price, that his hair now is so neatly combed, <laughs> and I know why. He was growing this out to prepare for Chief Inspector Ido in The Man in the High uh-huh. Castle. Yeah. Totally, because that's the look he's got in that show nice
3: I liked how his character cleaned up oh Um, yeah Price like now we can take him seriously again yeah he went off the deep end and now he's back
1: yeah and he talked about seeing uh, Roland this guy right I think that was his name uh, but they don't ref- they don't show any scenes with him, which mm-hmm. I think is good because even though I would have liked to have seen them, but because we only have two episodes left after this, there's no way we could squeeze in all these like extra relationships mm-hmm. here and there. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough with the characters we have. His right biggest
3: now. relationship is with Olivia.
1: Yes, yeah, it is for and the show. He's yeah. her biggest adversary. Yeah, which is so that great. Is I love that she said that. Mm-hmm. Oh man, uh, let's talk about Roman digging the grave for our beloved Destiny at the beginning of the episode, the very first scene.
3: I'm still mad. Yeah, yeah, Mar- I'm
2: still very, I would like to like, extend my condolences to you for your favorite character <laughs> being off.
3: I'm still very mad. As if you're listening on iTunes and you're not watching us on YouTube, you should. I'm still wearing black because I'm still in mourning over Destiny. and She is... Romani, She's an amazing character, and she is the of the Romani culture, and she didn't have a proper funeral. Nope. So I'm going to keep wearing black until her character gets a proper funeral.
1: Well, maybe she's so, going to get one next episode. Go. Maybe.
3: But I'm just mad that that's how it went down with her character, literally down into the ground, and with no respect to her. It's like, what the hell, Roman? What the hell? Yeah,
1: what? It's like, return? you are past
3: the point of no return to the point that I can like you again.
1: Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> Not not only that I'm wearing black too to commemorate her memory, uh, but not only that, but he ha- he did have I, I must say he did have a lot of reluctance on her face putting her in the ground. Even though he,
3: he yeah he, he felt remorseful, you can yes. tell he was worried and he felt bad. But I was like, that's not enough, you dude, you already killed her.
1: Yeah, I know. And he had he, I almost feel like he wanted to caress her cheek again, putting oh, her in the ground like tricky. he he did before he snapped her neck last time. Oh my gosh, but. It's funny because bo- last episode ended with him, and then this episode began with him. Do you know he's been doing this through the night? It- it's already dawn, and he's been digging her grave all night.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh man! So he does one final thing, which I thought was funny, but I was like, why-, "Why is he doing that?" Like that just stands out. Obviously, it stands out to me that he's taking her ring, her engagement mm-hmm. ring, or her wedding ring. Whatever, the engagement ring, which mm-hmm. is probably going to be her wedding ring, anyway. So. He obviously had it in his pocket, and he, he used it for what he needed to, which is funny. Like, it, it came into play. Um, I think that was more very
3: convenient on his part. Convenient. It was like, oh, hey, good thing I took the ring. Yeah. Because now I can make Milan set him up to make it look like it was yeah. him.
1: When so. I, yeah, when I saw it, I was like, is this like a twisted kind of trophy thing that he's doing? Is he taking it because he wants to remember how much of an ass he is? I don't know.
2: Yeah, when he first took it, Thank I didn't... I wasn't quite sure if he took it with a plan, but knew that this could be useful, like, because it's such an iconic piece and it had been in their family for generations that he's like, well, if I'm going to try to dig myself out of this, this could be helpful. Yeah. Because it's not like he needs money. It's not like he just likes to keep weird things like that. Mm -hmm. It was just a... Uh I don't know, let me just take it. Yeah. Just take it just mm. uh just cuz.
1: Yeah, I guess it was like a subconscious thing that obviously the, the writers did a good job of using that later on. Right. Yes. As well as Roman. So he talks to Peter, Peter comes in. We we actually got to see that he was holding Annie hostage between last episode and this episode. Like, what, what the? the hell? <laughs> what
0: the he is
1: just too messed up, man. And he was trying to justify everything that he did. He's Am like, I right? I'm not a murderer. I'm not
2: a murderer, like bro. Yeah, bro. Can we talk about this? <laughs>
1: yeah, and not only that, but he is so yeah. like his bromance is being taken over the edge here. <laughs> I've never seen a bromance like this in in film or television where yeah. he's try- he killed some his best friend's cousin, and he's he obviously covered it up, right? He he's not telling the truth. All for the sake of keeping his friendship with his best friend.
3: No, but that's the ironic thing. A bro wouldn't do that.
1: Exactly. He's... You know what? I feel like he's just so emotionally fragile as a person because, look, what? how many friends did he have in, in high school when we saw him in season one? No one. No one. He was just effing girls all the time, mm-hmm. right? And then when he finally meets someone who's, I guess, like him because he's he's an outsider because out- outwardly he's an outsider because he's Roma, right? Mm-hmm. But he's also a, a creature. He's a wolf and, and then we have him being, Roman's an new peer, right? So there's a connection right there. And then they solve all these mysteries together, like the Hardy Boys, right? Are you crying? You look like no. you're crying over there. <laughs> Mary Lou. They're
2: like, no moment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just think it's like a messed up bromance that he's got going on in his mind. And it's so funny, like, that Peter is so blinded to it. Like, he doesn't even think, like, hey, are you holding something back from me? Like, like just the small things that he says. Like, he sees the knuckles being bruised, and he's like, hey, like, wh- what's going on with that? And he's like, oh, it was because of the shooting over at the God for Your White Tower. You know, just don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm just surprised
3: that there were all these little hints towards Roman being the one who killed and is the reason why destiny is gone, but Peter didn't put two and two together yet.
1: Yeah, you would have thought that he would have, like, maybe dirt under his nails or something... Right. Yeah. Or Peter is a sensitive guy to, because of his wolf senses. Uh-huh. you think he would have smelled.
3: S- sniffed it out. Yeah, he would
1: have sniffed it destiny out.
3: Destiny scent all over him.
1: Exactly. He, he was in contact with her body the whole time, like digging and like carrying her, right? He had to put her in his truck or what? His Jeep, right? It's Mercedes Benz. His, yeah, his, right? his Mercedes Benz SUV, right? So, I don't know. I just.
3: That's, I, yeah, that, that was a slight plot hole that did bother me because yeah. not to jump far ahead we see at the end he's using the scent it was like he could have easily yeah. done that earlier yeah yeah, yeah he could have Am yeah, I
2: right? But yeah. maybe he's going it, to, it's going to go backwards because then he's going to smell Roman
1: on Destiny's yeah. corpse. Yes, has exactly. To. Has you, to. That was going to be my prediction, damn it. Oh, well. You That's okay. well, There you go. Uh, but, it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, the anyway, we have the connection with Milan. Roman connects him. He's like, doesn't he say something like, hey, what about that guy? Like, what if he had something to do with this? And they go to him directly to confront him. Yep. And this is the second person that Roman is downed tko with one punch right <laughs> oh yeah. man
3: i i think I, I put in my notes punches are getting less effective
1: <laughs> yes but i mean He's we were here. seeing
3: them but i was like wow he just went down
1: damn but, yeah <laughs> he did it was kind of it was kind of it like, was
3: anticlimactic in yeah. a way too yeah
1: it was a little funny the way he like he kind of like hit really weakly against it i would have expected the shoes to like <laughs> maybe come off a little bit like but they looked like they were completely still so, uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. But anyway, so they have him, they start threatening him. He's he's threatening them first, but then they're like, uh, you don't know who you're messing with. You think you know who we are? You do not. We're a vampire and a werewolf. Boo ya. <laughs> right? Play <laughs> rap music over that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yep, pretty much.
1: So, we and I liked how uh, Roman opened his mouth, like extended his jaw yeah. like that, which is creepy whenever he does it. And ah. this time we got to see it slowly.
3: Oh, my God. Pretty awesome, because we haven't really seen that intentionally. Yes. Like that. Exactly. Other than the guy that killed the blood bank.
1: Yeah, the guard, Mm -hmm. right. And then we have just a flash of the eyes from Peter, which was nice, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, the torture ensues, right? They start torturing Milan. And and I'm thinking to myself, you know who the real puppet master is behind all this is Roman, because he knows what he did and And he's he's just
2: standing back there looking just guilty as fuck like (laughs) dude he's just like yeah
3: totally that guy yeah Yeah, he has someone following destiny does he know about me yeah. Oh, he's so close to getting caught.
1: Seriously. Yeah. And like, then but then would push Peter over the edge was finding the ring. And and we uh, of course Roman planted conveniently it conveniently placed. Conveniently placed. It's it's nice that we were in the accessory room. Right.
2: Right. He's like, "Oh, look at this watch. Is this the watch Peter look
1: <laughs> look look what i found it's like a kid who stole something from the yeah. liquor store like mom look i found a twizzler in my in, on the staircase of the house yummy yeah. right <laughs> look what i found the ring oh gosh that Pretty is much. so convenient so Dude. seriously man and then we have milan obviously in disarray like oh this, i have so many enemies like all these different gangs and mafias could have done this to me and uh, and then we have uh Peter, eventually, he's giving up. They've tortured him for a while oh, now. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. He just wants to find destiny. Yes. Yeah. Also, this bad. guy
2: being, like, so deep in his, his mob, the two, like, 20-something guys easily got in there to, to torture right? him. Like, where's the
3: security? He
2: no, like, he has a, a room full of shoes. But no security? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're spending your money the wrong way, bro. I, I don't trust a
3: guy that has more pairs of shoes than a woman would. <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> man. And like then you arrest shoes. them. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh.
1: This is craziness. Something's up with him. Yeah. yeah. I remember, yeah, a few episodes ago, we got to see his house at night. And there was tons of security all over the place, right? Mm-hmm.
3: Apparently not during the day. Not during so. the day.
1: All the guys are uh, partying it during the, the day. day. Off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we uh, just. It's torture to see Peter getting tortured, to get see Milan getting tortured, and then Roman's just like Alright, I need a I need to step up my game here and then he goes to him, he's like, Well you know, if you're not lying if were you lying then or lying now? I think you're lying both times. it am snap your femur. Right? Uh,
2: just the most painful injury in the human body. Uh, yeah. uh, it's the largest
1: bone in the human it's body. It's like the
3: most painful sound to hear, too. Uh, just in general.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> it was such like a subtle snap. And it was just like, ah! Uh, but that set Peter off, too, because immediately after he heard that, he started licking his lips, right? Like a wolf licking his chops for, like, the kill. Uh, and he went back in there, and he was just like, you know what? I'm going to do this, and so... Beat the crap out of him. Beat the crap out of him. So his punches were not as effective as Roman's. The one hitter quarter punches. <laughs> yeah, his were actually effective.
3: So. Yeah.
1: So um, then they they kill him. They don't show exactly how they kill him. I'm sure uh, Peter probably beat him to death. And then we got some blood drainage from Roman. But and now we have Milan dead, and that he's the patsy, right? He mm-hmm. got every he got everything pinned on him, and now he's dead. The only thing that's left is to find the body, and that's where we have him do the scent thing, like you mentioned, Marissa. Yeah, And then he goes off into the woods, the specific woods that that (laughs) Roman, again... Right,
2: yeah, (laughs) and I didn't know if I had missed something. Like, how did he, like, get to the exact, like... There's a lot of woods up in these areas. But
3: Roman pointed it out. Oh, okay. Because he came back into the room and Peter was on the floor crying. He was like, he said this tight it's probably buried in this gotcha forest. okay yes yeah, where
1: milan's, yeah. where milan's men were supposed to take supposed us to, yeah. to kill us if he was going to kill us so he pretty I much
3: agree. just told peter to find the body.
1: yeah which is like a little nice plant you know like easily move the plot Selling along. Selling
3: himself, though.
1: Yeah. So... Eventually. Yeah, he, he is. It's going to be his downfall, I know. it. Just because mm-hmm. he wants... He loves his bro so much that he wants him to find the body, but he just doesn't know want him to know that he did it.
3: But you know, if he loved his bro so much, he wouldn't even killed Destiny.
1: He would not have. But he's just so impulsive. Right? That's, that's yeah. the thing about Roman. He's just like an impulsive idiot, right? And he's he wants yes. to do everything he wants to do with none of the consequences. Mm-hmm. Am I right?
3: Instant gratification.
1: Yeah. And that's that. That's what happens when you have like this rich kid in a in a mansion in a white tower, yeah, right? Runs in their family. Yeah,
3: but you yeah. got to remember, he's the son of Olivia, yeah. so yeah. it makes sense.
1: Well, he's sure turned into a monster. That he did, of his own doing. Nobody else's. Yeah, right. Yep. But you could do the whole nurture versus nature thing, and maybe it no, was no, Olivia. No, that was his doing. That was his doing. Right. Okay, okay. Let's do that. Uh, lastly, let's talk about Shelley and um, her in Ator, right? We didn't mm-hmm. get too much of them, but it was melancholy. It was sad. There was hope. There was, like, this hope that she was going to go off with him. He invited her to go travel across the across the states with him to go to Maine and see the monarchs, right?
3: Yeah. They're going to go see butterflies. Aw, sad.
1: Marissa, you brought your own cube here. I did, okay,
3: because there. there was the scene where uh, he's talking his thinking cube, which is solid blue, which actually there are Rubik's cubes that are solid colors, mostly for the blind so they can have white and gray and whatever colors. So I had the actual Rubik's cube
1: Yeah, and you're very good at doing the (laughs) Rubik's Cube. it's just a Rubik's Cube. Oh, it's just a Rubik's Cube. What are you talking about? You are like a master. To
3: validate, yeah, of course. To validate my nerdiness, there's the Rubik's Cube.
1: Yes.
4: You
2: can I don't think anybody
3: doubted it.
1: Believe me, guys. I saw her doing this before the show. Like, I don't even want to attempt this, because I know I will mess it up, but earlier, she was like, oh, I'm going to make a checkered on one side. Click, 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 click. Oh, look at that. It's perfectly checkered on every side with the opposite colors. It's amazing what marissa can do with this thing so mm. kudos to you marissa a lot
3: more people have saw this before how i have so there you go thank you yes because so. yes. you're magical I, it was actually very convenient that i still had that on me yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> it made sense
1: so we have th- his thinking cube that he has right it's mm-hmm. all blue <laughs> which is actually super cool because it's like hey think outside the box it doesn't matter what move you make every move's the right move oh. blue's a melancholic color it is melancholy, and that's the way he is. He does mm-hmm. have a very melancholy life, even though he has, like, a lot of... Well, obviously, he has a really horrific background of killing somebody, right? Yeah. Um But he's atoning for it, you know? He's atoning for it, doing all these nice things for people on the outskirts of society, and uh, that's, that's perfect for him, right? So... She is Shelly's still Contemplating leaving She ends up Accepting it Like in her mind I guess When she goes to her room And her friend Is doing the graffiti In her room And she's like Yeah you gotta go Go you gotta show The world who you are You know you gotta make it big It doesn't matter What you look like Right mm-hmm. Cause she's already What how many Two million views Was it 500 million Yeah views? they
3: hit like Two million
1: Yeah it was huge
3: But she did not make The good point She's like I never had friends Anywhere What difference Would it make Yeah I was like, you just made friends there at Rooster Poot.
1: Yeah, she did. So many. She doesn't see that. She's blinded because she's grown up like her whole life, like people shunning her, and maybe a few select family members liking her. But see,
3: there were times where, I mean, at the end of season one, beginning season two, she ran away, yeah. but this time she's actually deliberately leaving now. Mm-hmm. Like she wants to physically Yeah, move. of her
2: free will, because there there is nobody holding her there now.
1: She's an adult now, mm-hmm. pretty much, right? She she has this guy that she's in love with. She's graduated from high school, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. I guess, <laughs> right? She's smart enough to legally I'm sure.
3: emancipated. I'm sure. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. So um, she she says that she wants to be with him. She tells everything to Price when he visits her. But then they see a tour breaking down, and we saw this happening from episodes ago when Olivia went to plant that seed in his mind. Like we know who you are. Mm-hmm. I know Chango knows too, and he wants to get at you. So they we got to see his mugshot. We know he did something. We didn't know exactly what it was until this episode. He told us exactly what it was in the Mm-mm. most colorful and melancholy way. Yep. Right. He, to- he tells about his story, and he, uh, meta- he he does a metaphor with like three wishes and the bottle, and but there's no genie. And, or was it no? I forgot what it was. I think it was no genie. That's what he said. Just the
3: bottle. Just the <laughs> bottle. So pretty yeah.
1: much he was an alcoholic, right? Um, you know, mm-hmm. he, just giving in to the drink, and he ends up uh, backing up in a drunken stupor in his car, and he runs over an old man from the neighborhood. Yeah. Which was it's awful, right? It's a terrible it tragedy. Is terrible.
3: I think I said last episode I was like he killed someone, but I don't think it was out of maliciousness. It was out of accident, so mm-hmm. manslaughter. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Vehicular yeah. manslaughter. Vehicular
3: manslaughter. Yep. There so you
1: go. I think this is a little bit of a waste of the hemlock grove police department's resources to yeah. head over after this guy at Rooster Pete. True. What do you think? Only
3: to have him leave. Yeah. Leave Shelley. Leave Shelley. Yeah. straight. Very sad. Ugh. And all I thought, as terrible as that scene was, and everyone's running away, and he drives away after she's trying to say, I love you. I just kept hearing Olivia's words like, men leave. I was like, yeah. yep, yeah. there you go, Ooh, men leave. That's
1: terrible.
3: It It's oh, happened gosh. so many times in this show, yeah. men leave. Yep. Yep. Validating her point, as sad as it is.
1: So, a tour flees, and uh, that's probably going to be the end of it. We're probably just going to see Shelly really downtrodden next episode, down on herself, because she's probably going to think he left for... Well, obviously, it's kind of obvious that the, the police were the reason for leaving, but still, he could have faced the music, really. If he you want to man up and be like, hey, I've been running from the law... I've done some bad things. I should just do it. At, at least that way, Shelley would know where he is, so she can visit him. What do you? What do you ladies think? Should he go mm. to jail? Should he just? Should he flee?
2: Well, he, that's his his way. He's been living is fleeing. Mm-hmm. So Shelley, being a new thing for him, isn't necessarily going to change this pattern that he's been been on for most of his life. You know. So yeah. of course, like that's his impulse. Is like, well, gotta go. Cops here. Gotta go.
3: Yeah, mm. it's just it's crazy because you know doing the research on um, the whole monarch butterflies amount, and when they hatch and they become full monarch butterflies, they come out of their hibernation to find a mate, and th- they had the the exact line verbatim like I found my mate, uh-huh. and then he left. So I was like, oh yeah, that kind of makes sense with the whole like, <coughs> monarch butterfly stories, like yeah. they find the mate and then they leave.
1: Oh yeah. That's exactly
3: what happened with Ator.
1: That's actually a really beautiful metaphor. It's um, a really sad metaphor it's a sad too,
3: one. the way that they executed it in the show. Yeah.
1: I I wanted to say you can take the poot out of the rooster, but you can't take the rooster out of the poot.
3: Sure. <laughs> 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 yep.
1: Yep. Ah. Yeah. Love it! Excellent timing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, was there anything else we wanted to talk about in this Annie, episode? Just a little bit. Oh Annie. my gosh, she had a very small storyline, right? We she was taken hostage. Totally bad liar, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm not sure
3: about that liar, <laughs> but yeah, she you, well, no, she wants protection pretty no, much. She's a
1: bad liar because when Peter came in and he asked her have you seen destiny do you know do you know if she's been by here and she was just like um uh and she looked straight down like totally (laughs) the guilt ridden all over her face
3: she the equivalent of bajram was to
1: Peter. yes almost there she's like the female equivalent of right the the female non-dumbass version i'm
3: gonna leave now
1: so she took off. Don't call off. her
3: dumbass because she's cool.
1: No, no, no. I was talking Bajram about boss. B- but that's what yeah. I was saying. A female. I said non-dumbass version. Um, yes, there you go. yes. There so you go. she took off, and she gets herself a Desert Eagle, which is a fifty-caliber gun. That thing is—you can stop damn lion with that. Probably an elephant. It's huge. Yeah. So.
3: Oh, that guy I wanted to slap him. But I was j- like, stop being so. All chauvinistic kids are right are now uh, what very, pig
1: very chauvinistic very misogynistic yeah and then she puts him in his place she's like oh well the I was on you know whatever Bravo Company Delta Company whatever LZ at dropped the, in the LZ
3: at the Battle of Knot. this actually happened July 13, 2008
1: Oh really? Yeah, so okay. Not so that long very ago. Recent. Which
3: was actually the 2nd battalion, which is the one she she was on. Is
1: that Iraq, Afghanistan? Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Very cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. She yeah. like rubbed that in his face and he's just like, "Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you it's know, funny. I had no idea." You guys
3: didn't mind it when I did that?
1: <laughs> yeah. So she's she's a nurse. She's a combat nurse. Mm-hmm. So she knows her stuff, right? Yeah. Pretty cool. I I love I love Annie. I
3: was like, she's "Okay, amazing. you're even more badass." Yeah. Love it.
1: Totally totally badass and um, yeah I think was there anything else
3: I think she gets protection
1: which she 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 might use it she's going to use that against somebody Um, did you have any news in uh, conversation well uh, before
3: we
2: we now know that we're going to Erie Pennsylvania
1: we do Yes. yes that's right I forgot to mention that Roman ends up Connecting the dots. He gets a call from the cop, right? That mm-hmm. cop was so utilitarian. They didn't even show his face, right? Yeah. They like, still
3: have it now.
1: No. So we don't know who it is. It's probably not anybody we're going to learn about. We don't need to. But he says the helmet smorgasbord thing, and he, and that totally clues in Roman. He's like, wait, I need to tell Blinsky this.
3: Blinsky! Yeah. <laughs> He's right? like, I, I was he wasn't sleeping either. You was not opening your phone. You <laughs> no. we weren't answering your phone either. Yeah. yeah. So.
1: They look it up and they find it like that, which is great. And now they know he's just this whole episode. Well, other than the whole lying thing, but these last several episodes, he's just been obsessed with trying to find Spivak. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he wants to get save Nadia, get um, perhaps get um uh, Miranda back too, but she might be dead. Uh,
2: she might be dead. We don't know. No, like, it just kind of bothers me that we we've got so many episodes and we don't know what's going on over there. When we had that one really strong episode where we saw. Yeah. like the torturous things that were happening and then nothing
1: yeah then nothing. that that's why I said at the beginning of the season and I guess it's kind of come true that yeah. Spivak I didn't make it a prediction but I mentioned this I said, Spivak is probably a MacGuffin. We're probably never gonna see him like this whole season, but it's just to motivate the other characters to find him. Yeah, yeah. yep, yep. Um, coming and to a head though, yeah, that's for sure. We didn't even see him last episode when he like on the other end when of like cont- yeah, yeah <laughs> controlling uh, Trevor on the other end. We didn't get to see that.
3: And the, well, I think that's what makes for awesome characters that they don't have to be in physically in a scene to have the presence felt. Yes, yeah,
1: yes, that's for sure. So um, yeah, we're gonna go to. Erie, Pennsylvania. Erie, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Very cool. Well, um, let's go ahead and move in to our predictions. And now, you're your After Buzz, Buzz TV, TV predictions. What do we got, ladies? All Shoot right. them away. So,
2: Olivia, right, is going to try to get into Annie's body, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be successful... But while the bodies are still there, Shelly, who is now just heartbroken and finds out that her mom sent Ator away, is going to kill Olivia, not knowing Olivia is now in Annie's body. (gasps) So she thinks that she's going to kill Olivia, but Olivia will win in the end.
1: Whoa. Mm. I like that one a lot. Mm. That's very outside the box. Mm -hmm. Mine's
3: kind of like that, but with different people. Okay, (laughs) all right. I have a... Annie will shoot Roman, and uh, this might be out of order, but I think Peter will maybe attack Annie when he finds out that Roman killed Destiny, like woman for woman kind of deal. Ah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Oh,
1: okay. That'd be,
3: like, really sad. Whoa. That'd be, like, really sad. But then uh, Olivia will kill Annie, take her body, and then when Peter, maybe Roman, who knows, It is. I still think it'd be free if Roman killed Olivia then uh, I think Annie will shoot Roman. Whoa. Because uh, now she now has a gun.
1: Oh, yeah. So oh, my gosh. The,
3: the gun might come into play, as sad as that would be. And then uh, maybe Destiny will come back. I don't know. I'm yeah, really, I was kind I, of hoping, like, corp- it,
2: corpse uh, Destiny would, you know.
1: Reanimated yeah, yeah, yeah. by Re-animated Re-animated we would have, like, zombie Destiny. zombie Destiny. We'd have to, you know, the way that would happen would be, We'd have to have Peter. There'd have to be an lips, and we'd have to have, somehow get Peter and Destiny's corpse to Price's lab. Yeah, and then he can. And this would all be through asking Roman for a favor. Right, right. Which I'm sure Roman Ooh. would grant.
2: Yeah, he's
3: like, yeah, bro,
1: wait, yeah, help wait, you. Wait, but if he grants it, is she going to remember what happened?
3: What? Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, I don't know. Ooh. That's hard.
1: Yeah, that's crazy stuff. Um, this is what I think is going to happen. Um, I feel. Where's all my stuff? Where's my predictions at? Uh, oh, here there. I feel like uh, Peter will smell Roman scent on Destiny's clothes. That was mm-hmm. we got spoiled on that one. You know, mm-hmm. you you took my prediction. Sorry, um, <laughs> my bad. I feel like. Yeah, you guys already said a lot of stuff I was gonna say. I wrote this a week ago. Olivia will try to get into Roman or Annie's body. Um, I feel like Peter is gonna kill Roman. He's, he's gonna mm-hmm. kill him. I don't think mm-hmm. he's gonna take the woman for woman kind of thing. I think he's gonna straight up go after him because this, this ruins their friendship. You know? And you
3: know what? And I'll, just a lot of the legends and lore of vampires versus werewolves. Werewolves always went.
1: Oh really? <laughs> yeah. It was so vicious.
3: Usually, it's the majority of the time the werewolf is always the one that wins.
1: And you know what? It's probably because they're mortal too. The vampires think they're never are gonna die, but they have weaknesses too. Oh, yeah. Um, one last. Oh wait. Um, okay, I wrote one one more thing down. Um, well, I think Annie actually could kill Roman too. That's another possibility, and that's because she did, she was about to leave Hemlock Grove, and she just can't put it out of her mind. She's so driven. I feel like she's gonna be the one to do it.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be crazy but it could go either way one of my favorite Olivia lines just from this episode, I'm swinging one of these, and now I'm just playing better than every woman on the planet. Oh my god! <laughs> She's talking about <laughs> the dick.
1: That was so oh god, funny. Was she was like poking around there for right. a while. Mm,
3: like, like I get it. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's true. And she
1: even, you know what she did too? She punched herself. She didn't show. It didn't show <laughs> it. The camera didn't show it, but she must have punched herself because she was like, ooh, ah, like, like not in a pleasurable way. Like you know when a guy gets hit down there, it's yeah. like, oh like temp- temporary, temporary paralysis. I can't move. Uh, okay, I'm okay. I'm fine. It's bad. Is, is that how it is? That's, that's, how, that's yeah. exactly how it is. It could be just like a flick, and it would be like, oh, oh God. Right? So, and then she even said that great line, which was, oh, it doesn't take much to get excited. I think you mentioned that earlier. No,
3: no. but that <laughs> was a great line. She had amazing lines. Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. So many good retorts in this episode. Yeah. First you want
3: to fuck forth. me, and now you want to throw me away? You really are the perfect male specimen. Oh. <laughs> she was so on point. I it. Love was it. so
1: good. So okay. good. Well, yes. I think that does it for us here at After Buzz TV's Hemlock Grove After Show. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at... 6pm Pacific Standard Time because we're going to be doing our finale series finale of Hemlock Grove. We're going to talk about last episodes 9 and 10 together in one two hour blockbuster podcast so be sure to check that out. You guys can follow us here.
3: You can follow me on Twitter at SerafiniTV.
2: And you can find me on all social media at Mary Lamandle.
1: And you guys can find me at Sean Austin O. That's S-E-A-N-A-U-S-T-I-N-O on Twitter and Instagram. And be sure to check out my book, City of Angels and Discontent, on the Amazon store. And, uh, coming soon, probably within the next month, is gonna be the audiobook as well. But Yay. check it out. And thanks so much, guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow.